Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I know that there's no way we can control what's happening around the world. And even as some Americans have been taken captive and as we are seeing hostages being released and some not, because Christmas is such an important time, even if you aren't a Christian, Christmas is still celebrated around the world wherever people have opportunity. And I know that at Christmas, if you had a loved one who was taken hostage or being held, or even if you just didn't know where they were, how could you possibly celebrate Christmas? I know I would have to wait patiently for my loved one to return, Lord willing, but maybe not. There are those who will be in all kinds of situations this year that will miss Christmas. Many times it's our troops overseas, our men and women that are giving of themselves and spending Christmas away from their families so that we might have the freedom that America has always had. But from the very beginning, there are those who missed Christmas, even though they might have been present for all of the festivities. If you stop and think about all of the people who would miss Christmas, we have to think that they're the only ones in the world that aren't seeing all the ads and all of the tinsel and the decorations, and everybody knows about Christmas, but not all people know Christmas with the Christ of Christmas. And most people, no matter where they are in the world, their circumstances make them available on Christmas. Most places are closed. Most places don't have any options other than to not work on Christmas. But even we as Christians and as Americans can decorate We can compete with our neighbors about who has the most lights, the most beautiful decorations. We can put up a tree. We can do all kinds of things, even give presents and have the kids run in and fun, fun, fun. But do we also miss Christmas? I mean the real Christmas. In the middle of the fourth century, the Bishop of Jerusalem wrote a letter to the Bishop of Rome where he said, I would like for you to ascertain the date of the birth of Christ so that we could establish a date and have a celebration annually. And so the Bishop of Rome sent word back to the Bishop of Jerusalem that it was December 25th. Well, that date was set, but we know that probably, as scholars tell us, there's no evidence at all that it was on the 25th of December. In fact, it probably wasn't even this time of the year. But we don't change the date that we celebrate. We don't have to, because when we celebrate Christ, any day can be Christmas, And we can celebrate the 25th and still be pagan or even an unbeliever and still want to have all of the Christmas trees and the lights and the presents and the glitter and the tinsel and everything that goes with it. So today we really have kind of the combination of a pagan and a Christian celebration. It's entirely up to you and your family And perhaps your church, even your synagogue, I know we have a Jewish friend who still puts up a Christmas tree and other aspects of the Jewish celebrations. 
I love looking back at the history of all of the incidents of why we have bells at Christmas, why we have even Santa Claus at Christmas, and why we especially have caroling at Christmas, because in the 14th century, along with the jesters and the musicians and those who went around with funny masks to celebrate in a parade, there is also the hanging of the stockings and the singing of Christmas carols. We can listen to Mariah Carey sing, All I want for Christmas is you. Sorry, Mariah, I know that was pretty bad. (laughs) But I love the Christmas carols, the real ones. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells. I love the ones, silent night, holy night, away in a manger. All of them are just beautiful each time of the year. And kids are learning them. We're singing them. Many of us have sung those for 50, 60, 70 years and more. My mama has been singing some of the carols that were real old, especially the old hymns that even go back to the 20s. And I know that as we used to send Christmas cards, we don't do that so much. I do a few, but mostly online. And I don't know if you really celebrate Luke chapter 2, but I challenge you this year, get your family around, whether it's at the Christmas dinner table, probably best right after you eat. And it's the story of Christmas and Mary the young girl that brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. How did she ever convince Joseph that even though he had never touched her, that she was pregnant and somebody must have, but they didn't. And that's what he was shown by the angel that came to visit him. And it doesn't have to go into detail about the why and the wherefore of that, but to know that two young teenagers were now the parents of the God of this universe. And why did God choose the Jews? Well, Mideastern people are known to be hospitable. They're kind, they're caring, and they weren't barbaric. And God chose to send his son to these young, beautiful teenage people And Mary brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger, for there was no room in the inn. And then you love to hear about the sheep. I mean, everybody watches Charlie Brown and the real Christmas that he brings forth. That may be the best that some people get. But really and truly, this Christmas, start now. Start asking God to reveal to you his son, Jesus Christ. If you don't know him personally, let this be the season, the real reason that you celebrate. And if you ask God to show Jesus to you, that you would like to trust in him and believe that God did so love the world, he sent forth his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And he tells us in John also that he didn't come just to give life and even eternal life, but that we could have abundant life. 
I can't tell you how glorious every day is for us, even through our aches and pains and cancer treatment and spinal inserts that I have had and many things that have happened to us through the years that have been negative. We can't even imagine complaining. We are so blessed. And when you are blessed, my friend, you aren't blessed just to sit back and count your money. You aren't blessed to just sit back and watch TV and have a few beers and eat snickerdoodles or anything else like that. You're blessed to be a blessing. This Christmas, who can you bless? Who can you have a great time just sharing the love of Christ And who can you really comfort and encourage? We have a neighbor two doors down whose husband passed away last year. And she's really at a down point. She's giving away all of her Christmas decorations. She doesn't even want to celebrate. We have another couple that live down past her that they're both in such pain and such bad circumstances right now that they don't want to celebrate. We all live here right on the lake together, and we're having a big lake light boat show, and we would love to celebrate with them and to go by and to give them items and books and treats, And but some people just turn their lights off, and they don't want to experience that. Ask God to show you a way that you can encourage a neighbor, a friend, one of your family members that has recently lost a loved one. This is a very sad time for those who have had so many years with their loved ones. I know my mom's first Christmas without my dad was a really sad time for her, but she continued to celebrate with her children, her grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and we thank God for that. My friend, please, this year, Get out and go to a Christmas service. Go to a Christmas Eve song fest celebration. If you're here in our area, I'm singing in one on December 17th and would love for you all to come to that. Text me and I'll give you all the message that you need on how you can come. But in the meantime, my friend, play the Christmas carols, the old ones. Ask God to give you the hymns to celebrate the birth of Christ. And then when Christmas is over, don't forget, it's the life of Christ. And the main reason he came was not just the cradle and to be born as a baby, but to come and die for us on that old mean cross. But for him, it was the whole reason. And that's why he came. God, I pray for those that have never trusted in you as your Savior, as their Savior, that they would know you this Christmas in an intimate way, that they would ask you to give them what perhaps they've never had, a joyous, blessed Christmas, knowing the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, and the one who came to live and to die for them, that they might have also a second birth. And that birth is the rebirth where they trust in you, and their life will never be the same, and they will have joy even in the down times. They will have peace even in turmoil. And God, that's what I pray for my friend, because I know what it was like to experience Christmas without Christ, and it was empty and pointless and over.
and then the depression set. Please, my friend, don't go through that. Trust him, won't you? I pray that this year you will. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.